Napa know-how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 13th, 2016. My name is Phil Prosmerich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com and... Amazing what you can learn in one day, or what you think you can learn in one day. The Orlando Magic had their first home preseason game, our first really good chance to look at the Magic with Alfred Payton, Serge Ibaka, and uh, and, uh, Aaron Gordon back in the lineup for the first time. We get a look at the Magic more or less at full force, at least with their full complement of players. Uh, I'll discuss that game in depth in just a moment, as well as a few other topics, including what the Magic looked like as a whole unit. And uh, as some of you may know, I am a bit of an Orlando sports wonk. I'm certainly an Orlando sports fan. I I used to run a site, uh, a sister site to Orlando Magic Daily called Orlando Sports Daily. Um, There is some unfortunate news in the world of Orlando sports uh, involving the Orlando Predators that I do want to address real fast. But before we dive into the show, I want to remind everyone that you can subscribe to the podcast. You probably already have on iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Be sure to check out uh, the podcast there. You can get it downloaded automatically. Now, leave a review. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, five stars is great. Four stars, eh. Three stars, don't bother, please. Just just leave it to five stars. Five stars is good. Be nice to us. Helps us spread the word about the podcast. Be sure to do that as well with your friends as the season gets closer and closer. And be sure to look out uh, for the Locked On NBA podcast. Uh, all of us, all of us in the Locked On uh, NBA Podcast Network on the Locked On Podcast Network uh, will be uh, providing a you know short you know seven eight minute snippet uh, previewing all of our teams. It started yesterday uh, with some of the Eastern Conference teams, so be sure to check out the Locked On NBA Podcast for that. You can find that of course on Audio Boom and iTunes as well. The Locked On Podcast Network as a whole, which includes some great NFL podcasts as well if you're interested in the NFL. Uh, the Bucks, the Jags, and the Dolphins all have their own Locked On podcast. Is the fastest growing podcast network on the iTunes market. We thank all of our listeners for that uh, and encourage you to check out all the great podcasts. Of course, we're here to focus on the Orlando Magic's first preseason home game against the San Antonio Spurs. And to me, it really felt like the first preseason game for the Orlando Magic because they got Serge Ibaka back, they got Bismack, they got uh, they had Bismack Biombo, but they had, they got Serge Ibaka back, they got Alfred Payton back, they got Aaron Gordon back, all back from injuries. So it was really the first chance we really got to look at this team. And let me say this straight out the gate: expectations were set low, and rightfully so, uh, because. Uh, this is still these are still three guys that are working their way back into, into into game shape. These are still three guys that are learning how to play with their new teammates, uh, and these are three guys that are still learning how to play within the system. And it was very very evident 
uh, that they were trying to do that. The Magic lost the game 95-89 to to the San Antonio Spurs. That part doesn't matter. I, I don't even need to bother mentioning the score, now, except maybe to say that the Magic got off to a, a very slow start. They trailed 7-0 right out of the gate. Um, we're, we're playing from behind for much of the first quarter. Uh, certainly a very sloppy start, very kind of a lack of energy. Uh, not so much a lack of energy. I wouldn't say it was lack of energy. Um, I think I think, I think think there was energy. Um, it just wasn't directed in the right way. It was certainly, uh, I think guys were pressing. I think a lot of players were pressing. Nikola Vucevic was missing some open jumpers, but the jumpers, he was getting jumpers, not getting to the basket. Uh, Serge Ibaka, I think, was just trying to throw everything up he could at the rim. Uh, you know, was, his shot selection was was not the greatest. Uh, you know, he got the ball, he was trying to score, and, and it mucked up the offense. Uh, in the first quarter, I mean, this stat, I think, says it all. Uh, Evan Fournier scored 11 points on 5 for 8 shooting. The rest of the team was 0 for 12. Uh, Magic only had 15 points in the first quarter. So that was a, a very inauspicious start, and, and certainly one that would be discouraging, except... I thought, and this is certainly you're certainly free to dispute this, but I thought the Magic really settled in really well, especially the second quarter. The second unit came in. Uh, DJ Augustin, Jeff Green especially, uh, played really, really, really well. Bismack Biombo came in, set a good tone defensively. And then by the time the starters came back in, in, the, in the, late in the second quarter and into the third quarter, the Magic looked very, very, very comfortable. Uh, it, they, they, they found... The rhythm they were looking for, they found uh, the the kind of tone, not not the tone, but they they started playing a lot better. And this is the third preseason game, technically, but it, again, it, to me, it really felt like the first because the Magic had their full complement of players. They had players playing in the roles that they're probably going to play more in the season. Uh, they, I think, they had more of their offense and defense installed. Uh, guys were playing together for the first time, and so it really felt like a new beginning for the team. Uh, in, in a lot of ways, and so you had your general sloppiness. The Magic committed 23 turnovers, turned into 25 Spurs points. Again, that part doesn't matter. As uh, That part matters in, in that the Magic turned the ball over 23 times and were very, very sloppy. Alfred Payton had five turnovers. Uh, was not his best game, but but certainly, you know, he was a, a step slow. Uh, but it, it felt like the Magic were still getting their feet wet. Uh, I think Jeff Green said after the game, the first two games, they just kind of rolled the ball out and played. And this game, they were certainly focusing on getting getting some things accomplished. Uh, you know, get, And he said they largely did. Uh, their turnovers need to, need to come down. There's certainly a lot more they need to improve on. And so I think the general message uh, is, yes, we did some good today. We did some bad today, too but not anything that we can't clean up, not that anything that we don't have time to clean up, uh, and uh, the team can continue to to move forward and grow from here. Yeah, you know, there, there was a lot of good stretches tonight, and, um, you know, obviously we turned the ball over too much and fouled too much and uh, did not guard the three-point line well enough. Those are the biggest factors, but we definitely saw some some positives out there, you know. I mean, uh, Alfred and Aaron and, and Serge are still getting their legs under them, so, um, you know, that showed up tonight. Um you know, but I thought there were some sequences where our bigs really protected the, the basket the way I envision it. And, uh, you know, even Vooch, uh, you know, stepped up, you know, next, next to Serge, just some real real good length at the rim there. And, um, you know, that's a vision of what we're going to look like. There were some good sequences there. Uh, Evan Fournier con- continues to, to be really, really solid on the offensive end and productive. And, um, you know, a lot of positives. We got to keep, you know, keep grinding, keep getting better. 
and that right now is the main point that the Magic have to do. They just have to find a way to get better. And, and I said this during last week's two games. The Magic just have to work to get better today or get better tomorrow than they were today at this point in the preseason. Uh, you can probably hear it in, in Coach Frank Vogel's comments there. This was a preseason game. There are 23 turnovers. Magic shot 39.5% from the four. They got to the line 21 times. That's nice. They, they grabbed 15 offensive rebounds. They gave up 38.8% shooting. This was not a pretty game. This was an ugly game. This, is, this was a preseason game. But the question is, did the Magic get better today than they were yesterday or than they were at least the last game? They've had a week to prepare for this game. So maybe it would have been nicer if they were a little bit further along. Maybe it would have been nicer. But Frank Vogel did warn, did tell us, the media at least, before the game that it was going to be a little rough. You know, Aaron Gordon, it was not 100% yet. Um, he's not doesn't have his legs under him, doesn't have the conditioning yet. Serge Ibaka and Alfred Payton are a little bit further along, but they're still getting there too, and, and they certainly looked that way. But I would say unequivocally, yes, the Magic were better in this game than they were against the Cleveland Cavaliers. In Cleveland, they got down, they stayed down, and they didn't really fight back until Cleveland starters were out and the Magic starters were out. This game, they got down, they were executing okay, but they were getting beat defensively because they weren't making shots, and that's something that's got to continue to change, and I think those those starts, um, it happened against Cleveland as well, the Magic got off to a slow start there. That is a point of concern because it's carried over from one game to the next. But overall, the Magic fought back, uh, and they began to, to show and look like what they ultimately want to look like, as Frank Vogel said. Defensively, they buckled down in that second and third quarter. Serge Ibaka became an unmovable block uh, against LaMarcus Aldridge. Nikola Vucevic, I thought, played some of the best defense I've ever seen him play in some stretches in this game. He was a lot more disciplined in cutting off his angles and a lot more disciplined. And what was really interesting, uh, you know, as, as, as we continue to learn how to play this defense, or, or at least as we're watching it learn how the Magic are trying to play their defense, it was interesting to see all the switching and all the helping that goes on. It really looked, and I, I don't think I noticed this against Cleveland uh, in the last game, it really looked like the Magic were forming their identity. And I think that's a positive step forward for them. The question again is, Friday night against Indiana, can they be even better? Napa know how. It takes a lot to get excited about a bag, but most bags can't save you 20% on auto parts. That's 20% off headlamps, 20% off oil filters, 20% off virtually anything you can fit inside the 99-cent Napa reusable bag. So tell your buddies, there's a bag they just have to check out. Quality parts, helpful people. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. At participating Napa Auto Parts stores while supplies last. Minimum three items. Exclusions apply. Offer ends 10-31-17. But I think a lot of people, though, want to talk about, uh, and, and my theme is very much the Magic just need to continue to get better. Uh, Frank Vogel has said continuously, this is a process. This is going to be an ongoing process. We're going to continue to get better. Uh but it's going to take some time because, you know, players want to get, get through it. Uh, but he did say, you know, I asked him pretty directly, actually, uh, after the game, is there a timeline? You know, do you, do you have a, a check mark or a progress that you want to you want to be at? Like, say, do you want to feel like the team is ready to play a regular season game by Sunday or by next Tuesday when they play the Heat or by Thursday when they play the Pelicans? Uh, and he said, 
yesterday. The timeline's yesterday. It needs to happen as soon as possible. So certainly you want to hold them to the fire and say they've got to be better Friday than they were on Wednesday. No doubt about it. Uh, you want to see Aaron Gordon look a little more comfortable on the floor. You want to see Serge Ibaka, you know, be more comfortable on the floor. You want to see, you know, all these pieces be more comfortable together. And that's going to be the metric that really the metric that that I judge them on as we move forward. Um, they need to be at at a place, and and if the Magic had to play a game that counts tomorrow, I'd be very very worried. But they've got two more weeks to figure things out. They've got uh, four more games as well. To, to work through some of these some of these problems and some of these issues. And so I'm sitting here fairly confident that they'll get through those issues, that they'll continue to get better, and you know, we'll be able to reassess their progress again after the weekend, essentially. Uh the there are certainly some some signs for concern. Like I said, I, I'm not happy with how they started. Uh Aaron Gordon shooting three for ten. He was definitely a step slow. There's no doubt about it. He had one really, really nice move where he uh, split two defenders in transition and scored a really nice, really nice move. But largely, driving on the perimeter was still a struggle for him. Uh, I thought his dribble was still a little too high, and that's a criticism I've had of him uh, in his career, that that when he's working on the perimeter, he, he doesn't have a very tight, compact dribble, and that makes it easy for defenses to to disrupt his, disrupt his drives. But... Overall, I, I do feel like it, the Magic are gaining an identity. Um, their defense looked more in sync. Now, there were certainly some hiccups still. There were certainly still some issues. Uh, but they were scrambling well. They were helping each other out. They were switching really well. And there's going to be a lot of switching in this defense. I, I, don't, I don't think there's much doubt about that, having watched them in full now, that, that they'll, they'll be switching a lot. When guys begin to calm down and discover their roles and, and get their legs under them, I think the offense will clean them clean itself up, and, and I think the defense is just it's just drilling repetition and seeing new things uh, and learning how to play the defense the Magic want. And, and Ibaka is a big part of that, and, and having Ibaka still kind of feeling his way is hurting the team. Uh, when when Biombo was in, the Magic were so much better defensively. Bismack Biombo is just a monster defensively. He changes so many shots. Uh, you know, he blocked three in this game. He grabbed 11 rebounds in 23 minutes. I mean, he is just he's just a monster uh, down low. And, and Evan Fournier even joked at one point, you know, no offense to Vooch, but when Biombo sets a screen, it's like a clear lane to the basket. And, and Evan Fournier scored 20 points, shot seven for 14 from the floor. He's he's ready to go. Like, if, if he needed to play a regular season game tomorrow, I think he's ready to go. He's one of the few players on the roster I think is is in that category right now. Uh, but when I take a look at this team, there's something there. I think there's very clearly something there. All the potential that we saw on the defensive end is absolutely there. It's just taking the time to get there now, to to develop that trust, to develop uh, the consistency, develop the health, frankly, with some of these guys. Um, to really lock in on that end and, and spark some transition because the Magic didn't get a lot of uh, transition opportunities in this game. They ended up with uh, just six fast break points, two for seven in transition. Uh, so, you know, certainly something they need to continue to improve on. Uh, and the half-court offense, I like the motion. Uh, I do. Th- they're, they're getting the ball where uh, I thought they would get them where I thought they would get it. Um, you know, not as many straight post-ups, a lot more pick-and-roll pick than I thought thought they would run. 
Uh, but it's going to, you know, they're still trying to figure out how to unlock it. And, and with three starters who are still clearly a step slow, um, you know, not quite 100% healthy, uh, it's very clear that it, it's hard to get a sense of who this Magic team is. I think we learned a lot more in this game than we did in the first two games. Uh, you know, I, I definitely see some things that I like and see some things that I want to see continue develop. And, and it's preseason. Like I said, this is the third preseason game, but it really felt like the first. And the first preseason game is always the roughest. And so the important thing now is to make sure the Magic get better on Friday night than they were Wednesday night. Be better Friday night than you were Wednesday night. And if the Magic do that, um, they'll be making the progress. Uh, and, and really, the highlight to me was to see the difference between the first and the third quarter with the starters. In the first quarter, the starters looked kind of dead, unsure of themselves, trying to force things. In the third quarter, they played really, really well together. They played really strong defense. They uh, were able to make shots and 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 score more consistently, run through their offense a lot more smoother, uh, work together, pass the ball a lot better. Uh, they looked like a legitimate team uh, for those moments, and, and that's the moment you want to hang on to right now. And, and the fact that they progressed within the game like that I think is a very good sign. And certainly a sign that they'll progress from that, you know, and hopefully make it a lot longer and more consistent against the Pacers. Like I said, this team's not ready for regular season basketball right now. They're, they're you know, uh, if you listen to to JJ Reddick's podcast, he'll, you know, he said, you know, the preseason's too long, and and for a lot of guys it is, and it probably is too long. Uh, but a team like the Magic needs these games, and, and it's thanks that they lost those first two last week, to be frank, because of the injuries. Uh, but they need these games to, to get better and get to know each other. And, and I'm sure the Magic understand that too and, and will be using it to, to their advantage there. To close today's show, I, I'm going to talk very, very briefly though about some news going on uh, within the Orlando sports community. Uh, somewhat shocking news, but but not wholly unsurprising. Uh, one of the staples of the Orlando sports scene, the Orlando Predators, uh, announced officially on Wednesday that they are suspending operations, essentially folding uh, uh, effective immediately. Uh, so the 25th anniversary season of the Orlando Predators in 2016, for the moment, is the last season of Orlando Predators football. And if you've been to the Amway Center, you see the Orlando Predators banners. They're two-time Arena Bowl champions, probably the most successful franchise in Arena Football League history. One of the just foundational I mean if if you're talking like I guess the NBA comparison for them would be they're the Boston you know they're, they're not the Boston Celtics because they haven't won as many titles but you know they're like the Chicago Bulls they're like the Los Angeles Lakers they're one of the foundational franchises in the league's history and 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 throughout all the iterations of the Arena Football League the Orlando Predators have always been there I, they're one of the more successful franchises in the league Unfortunately, though, uh, the Arena Football League is in really dire straits right now. They, they had only eight teams last year. Um, I covered the Orlando Predators for Orlando Sports Daily. Uh, the Predators were, uh, from my estimation, a very well-run organization. Uh, I, I didn't catch wind of, of any issues financially with them, whereas a lot of the franchises in the league were having some financial issues. I, I've, I'd heard some rumors that were not good for the league, and obviously— a league that had contracted down to eight where everyone made the playoffs 
um, is a problem. And, and the Predators had a really good season. I, they, they, I thought it seemed like they took care of their players. Uh, Rob Keefe is one of the most relatable coaches you'll ever talk to. Just absolutely fantastic guy. Great coach as well. Um, did a lot of really good things with the Predators. Uh, and the Predators have just been a, a staple of the community. I mean, Orlando's never had a pro football team. This was kind of our pro football team. And if you remember going to games at the uh, the old Orlando Arena, they were just parties. They, they were just absolute blasts to go to. Um, I was at one of the arena bowls that the Orlando Predators won. They won on a last-second kick, and everyone just went nuts. Um, you know, sometimes a little raunchy, but the Predators were just always a good time. Uh, I'm sad to see them go. I'm sad to see them go. I hope that uh, they catch on uh, with with one of the other indoor leagues or you know around the country. Um, the Jacksonville Sharks also announced that they're moving from the Arena Football League to the to an indoor football league, and and I'm sure that could be an option. For the Predators as well. Uh, again, just tough to see them go. I, I, I'm sure if you've been to Orlando uh, or if you lived in Orlando for any time, you, you you know a little bit about the Predators. They have a, such a passionate fan base. They were one of the, again, probably the most successful franchise left in the Arena Football League. Uh, that league just, it appears to be disintegrating. It appears to be, to be done. And so it seems like the Predators, you know, judging by their release, and you can read the release on OrlandoPredators.com, uh, it, judging by the release, it really sounded like they felt they could no longer proceed in the Arena Football League and that the problem is not the Predators and their financial solvency and their financial stability. Uh, it is the Arena Football League uh, and their inability. And, you know, frankly, I think playing in Amway Center is a little expensive for them, uh, but CFE Arena was just not a good situation either. Uh, so it, it's uncertain whether the Predators will be playing next year, whether they'll catch on in another league, uh, which is frankly very unfortunate. Um, you know, I, I have to say that. It's, it, it shocked me when I heard the news, uh, and it's it's definitely not a good thing for, for the city, but, um, you know, business is business. And so we'll say goodbye to a 25-year uh, tradition in the Orlando Predators uh, and now uh, and hopefully not forever. Thanks again, everyone, for listening to Locked on Magic. I do appreciate all the listens we had a fantastic episode yesterday with Jeff Garcia previewing the Magic Spurs game. We'll pre- we previewed really both teams, kind of had one of those crossover podcasts. So be sure to go back and listen to that if you want to. Um, there are some game-specific questions, but it's pretty general what, what we asked each other about our teams. Uh, be sure to... Uh, Tomorrow's Friday. I, I want Fridays to be mini mailbag days. So be sure to submit your questions about the Orlando Magic. If you have a question or concern, a thought that you want to share uh, with everyone, be sure to send it to me on Twitter at omagicdaily on Twitter or using the hashtag LockedOnMagic. Uh, like I said yesterday, I think I think we're setting up a, a specific Locked On Magic Twitter feed, uh, and so. Um, I'll be running that. Hopefully, I'll have that up and running very soon with podcast-specific uh, links and information. Uh, but be sure to follow me on on Twitter at OmagicDaily and check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com as well. Of course, you can always subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Mini mailbag tomorrow. I'm also looking for submissions to the regular mailbag. I'll probably poach some questions off the mini mailbag for that on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. So be sure to send your questions to me. I'll answer them either on the air here on Locked On Magic uh, or uh, answer them uh, in the mailbag that'll be coming in the next few weeks on OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can submit questions to me on Twitter at OmagicDaily. Use the hashtag LockedOnMagic 
uh, for the, for those questions as well. You can email me questions uh, to G, to my email address, omagicdaily at gmail.com. Once again, the Orlando Magic lose to the San Antonio Spurs 95-89, but general takeaway is the team is continuing to get better. They've, they've continued to lay a foundation, and the most important thing is that they be better tomorrow than they were today. That's the most important thing for the Magic, and we hope on Friday we see a better, uh, another solid effort and another good game from the Orlando Magic, uh, just a lot, just better than what they did on Wednesday night against the Spurs. For Locked On Magic, this has been Philip Rossman Reich. We will check you out tomorrow on another episode of Locked On Magic. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.